Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Tuesday, the 11th of October. Two days from the season opener, which will happen Thursday night against the New Jersey Devils. Back-to-back home games. Well, not back-to-back days, but two home games to start the season before they head on the road for two. It'll be the Devils on Thursday, the Vancouver Canucks on Saturday, and then uh, they'll head out on the road to take on Tampa and Florida and Nashville, three straight, and then come home and take on San Jose, Florida, and Carolina to end the month. Tough month of hockey ahead for the Flyers. And what I wanted to talk about in this episode was something that I guess in a lot of ways I've been resistant to. You know, I've been resistant to it. Let's just let's kind of call it like we see it here. I always try and be honest with you guys, and um, you guys make the choice to listen to this podcast. So I've been resistant to the term or the plan or the theory of tear down rebuild. I've always been kind of against it. And for a couple of reasons, you know, it, to, to me, a tear down rebuild is only feasible in certain situations. And I didn't think the Flyers situation was one where it was very feasible. When you look at some of the contracts that they have, whether that's the Kevin Hayes contract or Sean Couturier, who's just getting ready to kick into a new contract or Rasmus Ristolainen, um, th- there's some contracts there that tell me, go, say to me, rebuild to tear down the rebuild is not really a feasible option because if you were to move on from players to really tear it all the way down, you would have to take pennies on the dollar, and that would lengthen any sort of rebuild. So I always thought it was something that really wasn't an option. And one of the things I firmly believe in in professional sports is don't believe what they say, whether it's a general manager, whether it's a coach, whether it's a president, whether it's an owner, sometimes you can't believe what they say. And you also have to consider when they said it. So the one term that got thrown around was aggressive retool, and that was from last January, January 2022. So that is now, what, eight months and change ago. So at that time, the terminology was aggressive retool. And you know, things change over time. We held on to the term aggressive retool right through free agency until we got the realization, the smack in the face, that aggressive retool was not the plan of attack. And then we heard the word stabilization from Chuck Fletcher, a year of stabilization, which I thought was an apropos word, which I applauded. Find out what you have in some of these young players. Find out what you have in that 24 to 26 year old uh, in their prime middle guys and find out what you have in some of your older guys as well. So whether you're talking about those middle guys in the 24 to 26 range, whether that's Travis Konechny or Ivan Provorov or Travis Sanheim, those kind of guys, or whether it's that younger end of it where it's guys like Owen Tippett or guys like Morgan Frost or guys like Cam York for that matter. Find out what these guys are, what they can potentially be at the NHL level. Then you have your upper end of the demo, whether that's Cam Atkinson, Kevin Hayes. I forgot to mention Joel Farabee is part of that younger demo as well. Scott Lawton is part of that older demo. But you know what I mean. They're the the kind of three different columns of age demographics in an NHL team, in a pro hockey team. And you got to look at all of those things. But 
a lot of the message that I'm hearing th- that is coming from John Tortorella, and I just said, don't believe anything anyone says. Well, Torts has this issue of never, of not being able to kind of fake it. <laughs> when he's asked for an assessment on a player, like he was asked for the assessment on D'Angelo and Provorov in that preseason game they played together, and said, oh, they stunk. Like, he doesn't have that filter. So he's kind of an exception to the rule. But John Tortorella sat down with John Clark from NBC Sports Philadelphia, and there was a question asked about the direction of the team. And he brought up Johnny Gaudreau. So I want you to hear this. This is John Tortorella talking on uh, with John Clark of NBC Sports Philadelphia. And here's what he had to say. There's building a foundation. So when you do build, you're not knee-jerking back and forth as far as what your team is. And that takes time. And, and I know there's uh, been a, you know, Johnny Gaudreau. Everybody's pissed off. We didn't bring in Johnny Gaudreau. I am, Johnny Gaudreau is a hell of a player. It was not time to bring in a player like that. We have so many other things we need to do prior to picking those key free agents uh, that may put you over the top. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's just the way I feel. So Torts and I agree on that. And he ends that with saying, that's just the way I feel. But you, I would have to imagine that Torts telling the way he feels was a big part of the interview process. That was a big subject of conversation in those conversations with Chuck Fletcher, with John Tortorella, or Chuck Fletcher, Brent Flair, Danny Briere, John Tortorella, and whoever else was in the room. That's the, the, the whopper of the conversation. That's the meat and potatoes of any discussion about coming here. You know, they talk about those things when you're in the process of hiring a coach. What is the path you see? What is your vision for how we move forward as a team if we named you the head coach? And you can't go in and say, I think we can win this year. I think we need to do this, this, and this. And then when you actually get the job, pivot completely and want to slow play it. So I think it's obvious based on what Tort said there and what he's kind of been saying and the way he's treated this camp, whether it was sending Cam York to the Phantoms to start the season, saying, you know, they want more from him now. And he needs to be able to be a high-level player when this team's ready to win. Ready to win. He said, I don't know when that's going to be. But he needs to be a big part of it when the team's ready to win. Which is, if you take that down a step further, they're not ready to win now. He said, when they're ready to win. That's not shocking news, that part. I think we all believe that. And I think they're looking at the whole situation, the injury to Sean Couturier, some of the question marks that we have on, on player performance for a lot of players, young players, in the middle players, upper end players. Find out what you have under John Tortorella, and then you can really begin to build the team going forward. Now, you couple that with the fact that there's this draft in 2023. There's a guy, Connor Bedard or Michoff. I mean, there's it's been pointed to for a while as one of those drafts, one of those really good, one of those great drafts. I mean, obviously, if you draft number one overall, you get a Bedard or number two, you're getting generational talent. Top five, you're getting a star player. So I always say this, it's not that 
you're going to be bad as a team, you have to be bad at the right time. You have to be bad and get some luck in the lottery at the right time. The Flyers had lottery luck in 2017, where the top two picks were consensus, Nico Heischer and Nolan Patrick. Nico Heischer has outperformed Nolan Patrick six ways to Sunday, and he hasn't been that great. I mean, obviously, McCarr goes in that draft fourth, and that's a great get for Colorado, who was actually the worst team heading into that draft by 40 points, (laughs) standings points. But as you look at this situation with the Flyers, it's a rebuild. This is a rebuild year. Now, it may not be the rebuild, our parents' rebuild. Or, for some of you guys, my parents' rebuild. Because I'm probably as old as some of your parents. But it's not that old school, tear it down to the studs, rip out all the insulation, rewire it, and all that. Rebuilds aren't necessarily like that anymore. Because you can move pieces You can move players that are retired. Chris Pronger got traded a couple years ago, and he had been retired for four years. So Shea Weber got traded. He ain't ever going to play again. And, you know, that's part of the deal. But this is a rebuild. It's an assessment on what you have that you can build with going forward in this rebuild. And it's also an opportunity that after a season where you may struggle, that you're going to be in a situation where you can draft one hell of a hockey player. Now, the immediate, what's in front of us, and the the prospect of 82 games, which begins on Thursday, and the prospect of going, oh my God, we're going to lose a lot. Well, you may not win a ton. I don't know. I don't know how the season's going to play out. Hockey's a weird sport. But again, I don't have lofty expectations. But we want to see those elements of a properly built team, a team that's got accountability up and down and that is never takes a day off. And whether that accountability is for a young first-round pick like Cam York who didn't have a great camp and needed to be sent down, or whether that accountability is for Kevin Hayes, or whether that accountability is for Ivan Provorov, whether that accountability is for Hayden Hodgson, it doesn't matter. That accountability needs to be there for everyone day in, day out. Period. End of sentence. There needs to be. I used the term even before they put out the YouTube series, the standard. The standard and the culture needs to be way stronger. It has deteriorated. John Tortorella is here, part and parcel, to do those two things. And begin this process. And raise the standard. And make it all mean more. So if we go through this season and we see that standard and we see that, look, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be horrible games. There's going to be some great moments. And there's going to be some horrible moments. That's a season. But in all-encompassing, we need to see things move considerably forward. And I'm not talking about just wins and losses. I'm talking about in culture and standard. So that, to me is what this season's going to be. But make no mistake about it. Make no mistake. Based on the things John Tortorella, the organization, 
and their actions are showing us, this is a rebuild. Now, a rebuild's tough. It's easy to say you want it. It's a hard thing to stomach. It's a hard thing to live. And there's going to be difficult moments. So, A, let's not turn on each other in these moments where we disagree. Let's not have a fan, flyer, fan, civil war. We can debate things and we can disagree, but it doesn't have to be like politics. Let's do that first and foremost. That way, when things do get better, provided they do, and we all hope, if you're listening to this, you hope it does. You hope it happens and you hope it happens quick. I do too. Then we can all celebrate together. We can move forward with a lot of exciting years ahead of us. God willing. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Wednesday edition of Flyers Dale. Treated you like a last blade A throw away from an open grave Cut you loose from a chain gang Let you go And on the day you said it's true